Fieldwork acknowledges the traditional custodians of the lands on which our podcast is produced. We would also like to pay respect to their elders, past, present and future, and extend our respect to all First Nations people. You know, it's interesting doing a biennial, that where you start out and where you finish and you do go on this very long journey with, with the artists. You know, I learnt a, a huge amount. You're listening to Fieldwork, the podcast on contemporary Australian art. I'm your host, Drew Pettifer, and in Fieldwork, I bring together conversations with artists and experts discussing key themes of contemporary art practice. Today on Fieldwork, a special bonus episode. We're talking biennales. Two of Australia's largest biennales are on right now, the 21st Biennale of Sydney and the 2018 Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art. Biennales are usually large-scale, recurrent contemporary art exhibitions that happen every two years. Biennales are often spectacles that attempt to capture the here and now to represent the present state of things. The Biennale of Sydney is the only international, globalised exhibition of contemporary art in Australia. It's one of the oldest Biennales in the world as well. It celebrates its 42nd year this year. The Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art is the only major Biennale dedicated exclusively to presenting contemporary Australian art. It was established back in 1990. There are some striking overlaps in their thematic concerns despite these different focuses. Both shows explore histories of place and belonging. These are both exhibitions that seek to reframe how we think about Australian society and reflect contemporary global issues. To unpack some of these thematic concerns, I spoke to the directors of each Biennale to understand firsthand their curatorial approaches. Yes, I'm borrowing this word, superposition, from quantum physics. And it uh, talks about uh, in small matters like uh, atoms and electrons, they are not sitting in a one state. They could be particle, they could be the wave at the same time. So I'm using that word as a metaphor for uncertainty and ambiguity of the contemporary society and contemporary world. We all have a different understanding and interpretation. So I just brought different ideas and thoughts together through um, uh, 69 artists from different time, different space, and see how those works will start having some connections and conversations. This is Mami Katawaka, director of the 21st Biennale of Sydney. Since 2003, Mummy's been the chief curator of the Mori Art Museum in Tokyo in Japan. I asked Mummy about the themes of her Biennale. Yeah, I think a science, uh, scientific field, is also looking at to understand where we are living and what is the system of the world. And the art is also looking at the system, and the property doctor is looking at the body system in different ways. So uh, I think we can see where we are and who we are from very different fields, and it doesn't have to be contained within the so-called contemporary art. I was going to say, one of the things that really stands out for me about the Biennale is that it's very outward-looking. It's not just about contemporary art as an internal kind of context, which I, I find very generous in a way. Yeah, I, I'm more interested in having a holistic, bigger perspective so that art becomes just a trigger uh, to understand the world in a different ways. And uh, I have huge respect for every artist who participate in the Biennale because they all have multiple perspectives. They are not talking about 
their own ego or their own story, but it's more about much larger stories that they're bringing in. So I think that multiplies the layers of uh, understanding and that makes all I mean, uh, it's so interesting to see uh, multiple connections from there and here. And then I started to hear many people finding these connections that I've embedded secretly, but they are finding out. So I, I'm really glad. There are, there's a whole lot of different threads running through yes. each of the exhibitions as well, because there's seven venues. Yes. But you can see things that kind of cross over different spaces. Right. Some exactly. artists show in different yes, spaces yes. as well. No, it's a beautiful thread running through. The Biennale of Sydney has regularly touched on issues related to distance, globalisation and social discourse in Australia. Indeed, the Biennale itself became a site of contestation around these themes in 2014 when artists and arts workers protested against Transfield Holdings funding the exhibition. Now, Transfield subsidiary, Transfield Services, operates the immigration detention facilities in Nauru and Manos Island. The 2018 iteration sees refugee issues form a large focus of the Biennale, recontextualising these important social relations. At one of the opening weekend events, Alexi Glass-Cantor, the director of Art Space, one of the sites of the Biennale, noted that moments of crisis are catalysts for change. Institutional responses to these moments of crisis are significant and essential. With Mummy looking at the archive of the Biennale of Sydney, it is impossible to not talk about what happened in 2014 with Sydney, with the boycott of artists around the conflict, around where the money was coming from, from transport services or holdings, regarding their contract for the managing of the mandatory detention centres for asylum seekers on Manus and Nauru. Did artists want to take that money? Did they have a choice? Is there any such thing as clean money? Who is accountable? How do we, as individuals, as institutions, as artists, how do we work together to find a way to articulate our way through the complex range of emotions that happen when, you know, what is arguably, and I'm going to use a, a word here, like a shitstorm that occurs around these crises because, you know, everybody kind of loses their feet. You know, and I don't think we've still even really deal, we haven't really dealt here with the implications and consequences of what happened in 2014. And I think institutions showing contemporary art, they show complicated content, we put up wall labels, we explain that it's difficult, but when the going gets tough, what do we do? When soft diplomacy turns bad, turns hard, how do we respond? When artists say, I don't want to be complicit, or when governments force a persistent erasure of something that's already been erased, how do we make it visible again? This is an excerpt from Christian Thompson's new sound work, Phantom, from 2018. Thompson's ethereal and poetic work incorporates his father's officially endangered language of the Bajara people. In a subtle act of resistance against colonisation, Thompson's expressed a belief that while even one word is spoken, a language cannot be extinct.
it's beautiful. It's He's very got a poetic. beautiful, beautiful voice. And mm. That work was also was actually commissioned for the Palm House at the Botanic Gardens, but it was only up for a short time because the Palm House they had to do some urgent renovations. The acoustics in the Palm House was beautiful, and also I think the play that. Um, the Palm House was totally imported from Bremen in Germany mm-hmm. in, in 1857. All the glass, all the ironwork, and you had this sort of colonial structure that was there at the beginning of the Adelaide settlement. And then Christian then is imposing, you know, an indigenous voice within that space. And so it was a beautiful, it was a really beautiful work. Christian's work can be found at the Art Gallery of South Australia at the 2018 Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art. I spoke to the director of the 2018 Biennial, Erica Green, about this year's show. Hi, I'm Erica Green. I'm the curator of the 2018 Adelaide Biennial, titled Divided Worlds, and I'm also the director of the Samstag Museum of Art at the University of South Australia here in Adelaide. I started really with the artists and... It really started by um, presenting the artists with um, a discussion around ideas of place and history, which are very sort of common themes in our current milieu. And through that, a discussion ensued with the artists about their practice and their responses to ideas around place and history. And... I guess after time with a very sort of respectful to and fro between myself and the artists, the ideas for the exhibition began to coalesce and I began then to develop the exhibition and sort of extend the scope and the artists that I had invited to participate. And out of that came um, the exhibition title Uh, Divided Worlds, which is essentially about the idea of how difference is the natural order of things and really playing with that idea of being divided, yet we are at one, we're whole as well. I guess it's a sort of a um, Zen Buddhist idea or concept and I guess Lindy Lee's work really exemplifies that. We are the individual but part of a a greater wholeness. Definitely. And it's obviously worth keeping in mind as well that the Adelaide Biennial is a biennial of Australian art as well. So it's about Australia's position within the world as well, that, that idea of divided and wholeness, I guess. Yes, I was sort of very conscious of, well, Australia's position and looking at that of sort of picking up on um, Ross Gibson's um, essay, South of the West and really then Adelaide is, is west, of the, of west of the south again. And, you know, Adelaide and the biennial does, is in a very particular place. It is presented in a very particular time. Its um, association with the Adelaide Festival certainly amplifies and um, influences, I think, in a very um, good way. It raises the profile of the Adelaide Biennial, the fact that it is associated with the Adelaide Festival. And um, being in Adelaide, I think, also provides sort of a slippage or a, or a, a slip from what really is what hap- is happening in the East Coast in Australia in our practice, that you are looking at it from a very South Australian perspective. And 
I very deliberately included quite a number of South Australian artists and given we were working in a number of different venues, um, thought very carefully about the works that were placed in each of those venues to reflect really what sort of the core business or, or what those venues sort of signified or or what they were about. So the Botanic Gardens, we actually commissioned Tamara Dean to um, develop a photographic essay around the gardens and she came up with doing um, a series of photographs at each um, in each of the various seasons and placing the human figure in those landscapes. And that was the first time the gardens had actually ever done a project like that using using the botanic gardens. And the same with the Jam Factory is presenting Kirsten Quelo's work, which is about ceramic and the strength of um, ceramic practice in South Australia is, is, you know, it's brilliant. We've got some of the best... I think ceramic practice practitioners and craft practitioners in Australia and in the world because of the Jam Factory and its support of of that of craft practice over you know 30 40 years. I was going to ask you whether you thought the context here in Adelaide offered any perceptible differences because one of the things that I find interesting about both the Adelaide Biennial and the Sydney Biennale this year is this interesting positioning of Australia and the globe. It's almost like globalisation to become, come to a point where there's this new tension that seems to pop up. And I'm wondering whether you had anything to say about that. Um, because it's quite an outward-looking yeah. work. Biennale, like there are quite a lot of works dealing with our place, place in both the world. here our, and elsewhere. It Very much so. And I think, well, it's sort of interesting, I guess, um, even here at Samstag, you've got Emily Floyd who is doing a work about the GFC, or it plays off that, the GFC in Iceland. And then you have Angelica Masiti, who's an Australian artist who is based in Paris, and she did a residency in our house through Juliana Engberg, who everyone knows, who was working then in our house, and she's done a work around our house in Denmark. And, you know, I think that is that is really interesting. Caleb Sabsabi who's an Australian, and then going back to Beirut in 2007 after the Beirut 33-day war and documenting it. So, yes, there is a lot of sort of interesting sort of tensions and relationships coming out of that. Um, The other thing, too, though, I was um, very mindful to construct a very Australian perspective, and that was probably through recognising that in Australia, when you look at Australia politically, you know, we're not a very divided country. You know, we are very homogenous. But probably one of the biggest things, the key things we need to face as, is, as a society is, is our relationship with the Aboriginal people and Aboriginal culture. And so I very deliberately included a number of artists who were dealing with, with those sorts of issues, which are very particular to Australia and, you know, to our culture at this point in time now. And that's where you'll see, so, Douglas Watkin, Christian Thompson, Julie Goff, Vernon Arkey and Daniel Boyd. Yeah, so there's, you know, a, a suite of them that are in, in very different ways looking at, you know, Indigenous identity, how they sit 
you know, in Australia, all of those mm. sorts of things. Place and belonging. Place and belonging, yeah. You know, it's a long journey. You know, it, it's interesting doing a biennial, that where you start out and where you finish and you do go on this very long journey with, with the artists, with the gallery, you know, that um, with all the stakeholders and, you know, I learnt a, a huge amount. You know, it was very challenging. Um, you know, just working with the art gallery and they have a very different way of working and they have a set of expectations and obligations and things that they want out of the biennial and then working with the artists that you have this huge sense of responsibility because for, I think, nearly all the artists in the exhibition being invited to participate in the Adelaide Biennial is a huge opportunity for them and it is, you know, a really important sort of career moment and for a lot of the artists they said I'm going to put absolutely everything into into this um, into my work for the biennial because I see it as a really key opportunity. The 2018 Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art runs until June 3 and the 21st Biennale of Sydney ends on June 11. Fieldwork is produced by Shannon Goodwin and me, Drew Pettifer, and supported by Bus Projects. Audio production, editing and mixing by Beck Fari. Our theme music is by Martin King. Lachlan Sue is our graphic designer. Our intern is Jake Davies. Special thanks to Mummy Katawaka, Erica Green, Alexi Glass Cantor, and Christian Thompson. That's it for this episode of Fieldwork. For past episodes and information on how to subscribe, head to fieldworkpodcast.com.au.